What does that remind you of? How y'all doing today? Welcome back to the Travel Brand Podcast. I am you, Winton, also known as Patman. I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastic. Everything here is A-OK in Sumna. Yeah, still in Sumna land. Everything's going great. New job is doing swimmingly. Seem to be doing very, very well. Anybody out there who knows what it's like being a super, sometimes it's, it takes a little while to get caught up and figure out what's really going on. So that's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. A little confusion, a little bit of he said, she said, and the like. But that's okay. It's all coming together quite nicely. Nothing like the old job was like. I haven't dug any trenches or anything like that. So everything's going pretty well. And happy belated Mother's Day. I missed all you mommies last weekend. I had to spend time with my wonderful wife and let her know that she is still loved and she is a mummy. So happy Mother's Day to all you mommies. So I was watching a show on Netflix the other night, and it's had a lot to do with, well, it had everything to do with flat earth. Now, did you all know that we're living on a flat earth that is flat? Yeah, man. The Flat Earth Society says that, yeah, it's flat, and the Antarctic ice and such goes all the way around the circumference and keeps the water from falling off into nowhere land. Like, it just drops off. They also believe that the sun is something like 300 miles from the earth and the stars are around 1,000 miles above the earth. Now, this is, to me, a bunch of hooey. I know I'm no uh, astrophysicist or whatever you call it, but uh pretty sure the earth is round, man. It's an orb, 25,000-mile orb. You see, they got satellites up there that go round and round and round and round. And believe it or not, they travel at something like 17,000 miles an hour. Which is really something like 5 miles per second. Almost 5 miles a second. Could you imagine traveling that fast? When you're in space, I don't even think you feel it because there's no friction, there's no gravity, there's nothing. It's just like free-falling, but only 17,000 miles an hour. Amazing. No wonder when those uh, asteroids hit the Earth, they do some serious damage, man. It's amazing. Anyway, so they believe the sun is something like 300 miles away. Yet it's so large that you can fit 1.3 million Earths inside the sun. So you're telling me the sun is 300 miles away, but you can fit 1.3 million Earths inside. Come on, man. You guys are, I don't like to say the word retarded, because it's like politically incorrect. So I won't say it, but I will say you guys are stupid. Why are you so dumb? Ronda is so dumb. I can't even believe it, man. Why would anybody even think that? I mean, back in 14, whatever it was, 92, when Knucklehead 
decided to sail the ocean blue over this way, part of the reason why he did that was to prove to the other knuckleheads that the earth was not flat. He wanted to prove that he could go around the earth in a boat. And I don't know if he ever really made it all the way around, but he might have just did some big circles. But the fact of the matter is, man, the earth is not flat. Some of them even say that if you compare the earth to a, a beach ball, if you put grains of sand on it, you put so many on there, they're going to fall off the edges and slide down and crash. The earth is not a friggin' beach ball, man. The earth is huge. There's going to be huge surface areas. You're not going to just dangle off and fall off the end, man. It makes me laugh. It makes me just laugh because it's laughable. The earth is 25,000 miles around. And it takes 24 hours to go around. So we're traveling at something like 1,000 miles per hour around in circles. Imagine a baseball. It spins at something like... um, 2200 RPMs and it travels at let's say 90 miles per hour it takes four tenths of a second to get from the pitcher to the plate imagine that only thousands and thousands of times faster that's how fast we're traveling man we're spinning and we're moving constantly so these knuckleheads think that we're living on a flat earth could you imagine a platter trying to spin and go around the sun I don't even know they're thinking man I don't even know what they woke up and drank, but I'm certainly not going to drink their Kool-Aid, okay? Not going to drink it. I don't care. Never going to believe it. And if the earth was flat like a saucer, wouldn't we fly off like a frisbee? Wouldn't we be just tossed off into space if we're spinning? Are we just like a knuckleball? Are we just knuckleballing it right now? Knuckleballing through space? Come on, man. There are even people out there that do not believe that dinosaurs existed. Who are these people? I mean, what are these bones and fossils that are being dug up throughout the last, you know, century and a half? What is that? Those are, they didn't exist? It's just made up? It's just some sort of conspiracy theory? Why would anybody want to make that up? The Earth has been here for what they say, four billion years? All this, uh, global warming and all this uh, whatever's happening has happened before and it's going to happen again before the earth is gone. Mankind will probably be extinct at some point and most likely going to happen sooner than later. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. It's going to happen. And uh, yeah, because I personally, I don't believe that man is going to be able to travel through space and find another planet to live on. Okay? All you people out there that believe that we're going to have another planet to live on, meh, I think you're a little out of touch with reality because I'm going to tell you this. Anything that's even close by, I think is something like a thousand light years away or something. Really? Do you all know what a light year is? You know what traveling at light year speed? Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's traveling at like 175,000 miles per second for a year. That's one light year. That's how far a light year is, man. And there's no way that man is going to be able to travel that at that speed, man. 
Come on. Even Star Trek. I don't know, the new movie. Yeah, they were traveling at the speed of light. But still, that's a thousand light years away. How are you going to live that long? Be real, man. Start taking care of the planet that we're on right now. And maybe, just maybe, she'll take care of us for the next billion years. Other than that, we're pretty much doomed. I'm glad that I'm living at a time like this. Because I got like a 20 year shelf life. I'm 57 years old. 20 years from now, I'm, I'm, on, I'm knocking on heaven's door, if you know what I'm saying. I think the earth will be around that long. I feel bad for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. They're the ones that are going to really have to deal with it. They're the ones that are going to have to deal with the flying cars and the uh, insanity of that. That alone scares the shit out of me. I don't want to be driving down the street. Heading to work and all of a sudden here comes a car, a flying car, crashing into me. I do not want that. I do not need that. Society doesn't need it. It's just like it doesn't need cars that drive themselves. Come on, man. Jesus. Electric cars, cars drive by themselves. I don't know. I am that old man that I never wanted to be. The old fat man. I come to a realization the other day that I'm just that old fat bastard that I didn't think I'd ever become. Been kind of bummed out about it, a little depressed. There's no going back now. I can't lose 40 pounds. No way. Can't debt. 40 pounds is too much. I'd really like to drop 20, but the reality of it is the most I could probably drop would be 10 pounds. But if that would make me feel a little better, a little more healthy, I'll do it. I'll do it. Quit smoking, gain 20 pounds overnight. Oh, I think I told you that. Yeah, still there. Hasn't gone anywhere. The other day I was thinking about it. I ran across another pet peeve that drives me freaking crazy. And this is it. People who eat loudly. People who smack their lips while they're eating. Now it's one thing to smack your lips when you take a bite of something and say, Mmm, that's mighty tasty. I think I'll have another. And it's another thing when you're sitting there eating your food smacking your lips over and over and over again. It's just gets under my skin. It's like fingernails on a chalkboard. It just grates on me, grates. It feels like it's getting under my skin. It's just rude and nasty. Now, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because my mother would give me a good old backhand if I ate too loudly. That's one of the things that she would not tolerate. Sitting at the table, you gotta be, you gotta have some sort of politeness, man. We're not animals. We're not pigs. We're not at a trough. We're sitting around other people eating. So, if you know anybody who smacks their lips constantly when they eat, or if you find yourself smacking your own lips, while you're eating constantly, you should check yourself before you get reprimanded by somebody else. I'll bet you thought I was going to say, before you wreck yourself. Nah, I'm not going to say that. So have a little class. I'm not being judgmental. I'm not sitting here saying, you know, I haven't been guilty of it, but please, please, please have a little more 
couth and a little more class. To be honest with you, I really don't know how to address that situation when it's happening. I don't know how to say, yo, chew with your mouth closed. Enjoy your food without making me listen to it. I'm not sure how you go about doing that without being a dick. I mean, I don't want to be a dick, but if he keeps doing it, I'm going to have to say something. I'm going to have to say, hey, yo, shut up. Okay. Just the other day, I was looking up a recipe. I want to make some fry bread. It's been, I don't know, 15 years since I tried to make fry bread, Indian fry bread. And the first time I tried to make it, I did something wrong. And when I cooked them, they turned out to be, I don't know, about three inches around and about an inch and a half tall. I don't know what I did. I don't know how I screwed it up, but I did. So now I want to try to make some more. Because it's very, very tasty and yummy. But what I don't get and what I do not understand is why do we call it or why has it been called an Indian taco? Because as far as I know, taco is not just a Chihuahua named taco, but it is a Mexican dish, man. It's made out of tortillas, okay? It's not Indian fry bread. Why do we have to give that to the Mexicans? No. Stop it. We need to think of a good name for Indian bread with delicious delectable vegetables and whatnot added to it. You don't want to call it a taco salad because then you'd be going back to the Mexican dish. We as Indians need to make up a word or a name for it. So what I propose we call Indian fry bread with all the ingredients they use for tacos, I think we should call it Fry bread delight. That's perfect. Fry bread delight. That's what I'm going to call my fry bread when I add anything to it. It might be peanut butter and jam. Have you ever had fry bread with peanut butter and jam? O-M-G. To be honest with you, I don't even understand why I can't go down to the store and buy me some Indian fry bread. I can go down there and buy all kinds of whole wheat, white bread, all kinds of breads that they sell in the store, but I cannot find fry bread. I have to wait for a powwow or I have to wait to cook it myself. Hell, down in South Dakota, they have Indian fry bread as the state bread. What? I've never even heard of that. Does Washington State have a state bread? Does every state have a bread? There they go again. Trying to take something that the American Indians had to create out of necessity because they were forced onto the trail of tears and given flour to survive. Flour and salt and what have you. So they created their own bread. And that's what they've been doing for the last 150 years, I'm guessing. My point is this. It's like, why can't The Indians have something of their own, man. Now, I do understand that people have been making something similar to that for centuries. That's what they used flour for, was to make breads. But why can't they use, like, Wonder Bread for their state flour? Why do they have to be Indian fry bread, man? Always trying to take something. And don't get me started on lacrosse, okay? Lacrosse goes as far back as 1100 A.D., The Indians were playing this game, 
and there would be as many as 100 to 1,000 people playing it, and the field could stretch two miles in either direction and last up to days and days to complete. Now, who knows? Maybe it was games within games, but in the 1600s, here comes along a French missionary, and he goes, oh, I like this game. I'm going to go ahead and take this game back to where I came from, which is really Canada. Because you all know Canada is French. See, they treated the Indians up in Canada just as badly as they did down here in North America, down here in the uh, United States of America. Yeah, they were treated pretty poorly up there. And they're still being treated poorly up there in Canada. I have relations right there in Victoria, Vancouver Island. I have cousins over there. Back in the day, my ancestors would ride their canoes. They would pull a canoe from what is now known as Port Angeles to Vancouver Island. Victoria, man. Anyhow, so in 1840, some French settlers decided to play the game of lacrosse. And finally, by the mid-1860s, Canada went ahead and took that sport for their national sport. Now, as we know it now, it's played all over the world. It's Canada's national sport. It's their thing. It's played in all the colleges, Boston College, what have you. What happened to hockey, man? Why couldn't Canada just take hockey for themselves? I mean, that was invented by the French. So now, they have lacrosse, which was created by the North American indigenous people, but they get no credit. I'd be willing to bet my, you know, that most of the people playing lacrosse have no idea where the game came from. Have no idea what it meant. The indigenous people probably had some sort of meaning. I bet you they put bets on it. I bet they laid down odds, man. Because, you know, Indians don't have a problem gambling. There was all kinds of gambling going on back in the day. What do you think was going on when they were having their powwows, man? The men would go gamble and play and play games and have fun while the women and the children did their thing. You know, visited, hung out, did their thing, man. That's what powwows were. They were a celebration of life, a celebration of whatever. Let's have some fun, man. Some of you might be asking, hey, Patman, what does it matter to you? Do you have a dog in the fight? A horse in the race? Skin in the game? No, I don't. I'm just ranting. I just want people to think about it for a second. Think about everything about this country and Canada. Anyway, pretty much done with my ranting and raving for today. Uh, Mariners still suck balls. Um, And they're going to. I've been watching the basketball playoffs. And I cannot believe that... Golden State Warriors are up on Portland three games to nothing. Portland was blowing them out in the last two games. And they let Golden State come back and win. I cannot stand the Golden State Warriors. I wonder what it would be like if we called them the Golden State White Boys. That probably wouldn't go over very well. Anyway, they're probably going to win. Although Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks are whooping ass on the Toronto Raptors. I'd love to see Milwaukee come out and beat Golden State in the finals. That would be so much fun. Those Golden State Warriors, their arrogance and self-entitlement are too much for me. That's just me. I cannot stand them. 
I can't stand them, man. To me, they're like the New England Patriots of the National Basketball Association. Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful upcoming week. And I hope to get back to you next weekend where I might talk about the Code Talkers. You know, that's where the American Indians were encouraged to use their Navajo languages for codes during the World War One and Two, even though for a couple of centuries they were banned from using their own languages amongst each other. And also... They didn't get any credit for this until recently. It was declassified in 1968. So how long had the wars been over? In 1968. Quite some time, I'll tell ya. Anyway, I had some really nice spikes in listeners in the last couple weeks. I'm up to 300 downloads, 300 listens. That's awesome. Keep them coming. That's why I keep doing this. If I can pick up somebody that listens to me once in a while, it's kind of cool. Anyway, I am you, Winton. Have a great week. Peace.